Hello and welcome to the 248th episode of the Cue It Up podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money-back guarantee. I am your host, Jared. To my left is... Mikey. Eric. And we are the Cue It Up podcast. Uh, guys, today on the show, we're going to give a brief rundown of what we've been uh, watching. And then after that, we're going to get into a spoiler-filled review of the docu-series. Oh, I mean uh, the movie Bloodsport. Classic. 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 According to Mikey. Uh, so if you've not seen Bloodsport, go watch it. Uh, come back after you're done. Uh, with that in mind, let's talk about some things that we have watched. Eric, what have you been watching? Um, I have watched a lot, Jared. Mm. If you talk about uh, video conferencing mm-hmm. uh, things on my computer for work-related reasons. Yes. Uh, but oh, other yeah. than that, if important, you're talking about... Important businessman. Yes, I, important, important businessman. Uh, if you're talking about, I don't know, entertainment, mm-hmm. nothing. Zero. I watched nothing. a few minutes of some... I watched a little bit of some Twitch, but I have oh. not... I've not oh, mentally been available to Have you been playing consume. video games or something like that? Not even that much, man. Uh, Is work just that consuming right now? It, it has been, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like, I literally haven't played... Well, I did I did log on and play something that was kind of mindless uh, for a little while. But, um, like, literally, to give context out there, I guess, if anyone's a gamer... Mm-hmm. The big game right now that came out on Tuesday uh, is the beta for what's called Valorant. and Valorant. Yeah. Do you ever heard of Counter-Strike, Jared? I do know a Counter-Strike. It's Ooh, a game basically that. like Counter-Strike, but made by different people. It's made by the same guys that make League of Legends. Right? No League of Legends. So, like, this game has been, especially with people home to watch it, like, the numbers of, like, people watching this game since the beta came, uh, beta came out on Tuesday mm. has been, like, insane. But the way they're doing, they're, they're like, not everybody has access. So they're, like, kind of staggering out, and you're hoping to get a chance to get in the beta. Okay. I got the beta the first day. Haven't played it. Mm. Like I have friends that are, like I told that to that are so mad because they like they've been trying to get Why in like all week and I've just been so mentally shot and tired and again I'm not I'm not doing my due diligence and getting a full night's sleep which I'm gonna try and correct tonight you need to but do that, especially now that you got a desk job man yeah it's ca- it's catching up to me yep. but uh, yeah in terms of entertainment I have not focused on anything uh, this I only watched this because it was required of yeah. The week. Yeah, I signed up for Game Pass, so I've been playing a little uh, little video game myself. But I did have time for a couple of things. Um, I watched in its entirety Tiger King, uh, oh. Netflix documentary series. Yes. I want to, but I again, everybody's talking about it, but haven't made it. To I think it. I think we've hit that tipping point where it's. I think so many people have watched it that at some point you're just like, well, I'm getting tired of not being able to be in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've experienced this before. Directly related to what we're talking about, I, I still have. I made it. I made the it tower. through. Well, I mean, you know, that's you guys. But uh, I, I made it through. Oh yeah. I made it through and uh, and never did. And now the the the, the motivation's gone. But I still haven't seen Making a Murder. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw. Show. Actually, saw a couple episodes of it because mm-hmm. Nick was the watching. What's the matter with you? But I didn't like sit down and like watch it or or the part heck two. What's the matter with you? I rewatched it. Moment that I skipped. I, mean, it was, I, I rewatched sure. it. That was one of the things that I did this week. I think I'm going to watch Tiger King for sure, like soon. But I just maybe this weekend. So uh, uh, Tiger King, in case you don't know what it is, somehow uh, it's a docu crime series about uh, very insane people who inhabit a world that I never knew existed, uh, and. Now that I know it exists, I am terrified for the world. <laughs> I know nothing really about the story, yep. but yet I cannot escape the fact that it's like I'm very familiar with the name Carol Baskin. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. 
Oh, dude. my blood pressure just went up. <laughs> dude, that name. Carol. Uh, the, the amount of memes. Uh, you watch I it over there. I said effing. My daughters might listen to this at some point. Freaking. Stop it. Yeah. You know. Don't worry. They probably didn't hear. They're too busy corralling their tiger. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, it is. It's one of those things where, like, I've heard I've heard some rumors going around about uh, them, somebody trying to do a movie for it. And I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's the type of thing that if I didn't see it for my own eyes, you I would have been like, it. this yeah. is insane. You know, no way. Stranger oh, than fiction there, oh, Jared. Yeah, it's. It was one of those things, like, when I first started watching it, I would call Mikey, like, every 30 minutes or something like that just so I could debrief and be like, am I really seeing how insane these people are and stuff like this? It's crazy, man. That's awesome. Uh, And it is helmed by, I mean, the guy that that you know, that you you made fun of the fact that he's got one of the most insane mullets you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joey Joey Exotic. Exotic. Joe Exotic is one of the most... Charismatic, entertaining, frustrating uh, people I have ever become to know in a way, however you want to describe knowing a person through a piece Just of Just in general person. or in a documentary sense? In any form of a human being I've ever <laughs> Like story-wise, like yeah. fictional books that you've yeah, read. Yeah, I read a lot of fantasy. There ain't characters as colorful as Joe Exotic. Nope. Go look at any character in uh, like eight hours of makeup in your, in your Star uh, Star Trek mm-hmm. or Star Wars, and they're more realistic than this guy. Yes. That, that's the thing. He, he comes off as a character, but he's not even he's not faking it. He's really that person. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's just awesome. ahead of his time. You know, he's just me. Oh, I don't know. We don't. He's ahead of his yeah, time. we're he's in trouble. Meaning. World he's memeing out of time. Yeah. We're in trouble if he's ahead of his time. Yeah. But. Oh, I'm excited uh, now. I can't wait to see it. Is, it is highly recommended for me. I, I do like it. Though I'll tell you this. I think I am enjoying the other docuseries I'm watching even more, but for different reasons. Um, so you take a look at Tiger King. Tiger King essentially is a filmmaker just putting the camera on nutso stuff and then just splice the footage together. The docu-series I'm watching now, which is the McMillions on HBO. Uh, that's the other on one HBO, I watch, yeah. Is high-quality entertainment. We I talked mean, about McMillions last week, even though we hadn't seen it yet. McMillions is great. And not only is it great, but it is so competently put together, so well-made in structure and formatting and everything. I've been, I've been very impressed. Now... Even this strange, I, I know probably more about the scandal than your average person. Meaning, I know why it's not as big of a story as it is. Um, I know, I knew about a couple of the key players and stuff like that. But um, even with some knowledge, where this documentary series is going is is so much more deep than what I realized. Hmm. And, uh, it, it's pretty insane. But again, the thing that I'm going to put my finger on again is that. This is so competently well made that it it, it really grabs the attention. Um, if nothing else, even if you don't have time to watch the series right now, just look up the opening credits to McMillions. It is so apparent that you are in the hands of master craftsmen by just the very nature <laughs> of how well made the uh, the opening credits is. It just blows me away. But outside of that, that's the only two things I've been able to watch this week. I'll report back if if there's some quality drop. I've only watched uh, four and a half of the six episodes, I think it is. 
I probably will watch Tiger King first just because not that I care Cultural really. Moment. Yeah. And yeah. and the thing is like even me avoiding it, I'm getting so many references even just in the video conferencing things that I'm doing or in our like work reference stuff where people are literally like doing work related announcements while memeing Tiger King. Tiger like King. like so it's like I feel like I'm just like not understanding everything that I should here. Yeah. So like for that reason alone, if I'm going to hop into something, it'll probably be that. I could see that. But McMillions, um, I do want to watch because that is something obviously our age group. Not every. I'm not saying everybody went to McDonald's as a kid a lot, oh, yeah. but like our age group, if you were one of those, like the the the, the amount of memories I have as a kid dealing with the McDonald's Monopoly game mm-hmm. and, and my grandparents being like super into the game and like it, it is tied to the idea of the McDonald's Monopoly game is so tied to my childhood. Yep. It's that alone makes me want to watch yep. it in terms of the, this is so crazy and a weirdo <laughs> that like, I want to see it. I scratch that, we, that itch every Thursday. Uh, so I don't, it's yeah, not as Mikey, big a, big a deal. We record this podcast on Thursday. Uh, the, the, oh, the, yeah. the Q King. By the way, your hair is looking wonderful, sir. Dude, is it not? I'm growing it out. Very good. I'm growing it all the way out. Pretty I'm just, good. I think I've had my last haircut about Dude, two months ago. Dude, are you going to have a Joe Exotic haircut? No, no, I'm not. Well, I might mull it. I don't know. Mm. Might do the mullet. Mm. Might try it. Mm. Old Mississippi mud flat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> All right, uh, Mikey, try. what have you been watching? Well, Jared, since you asked, I did ask. Um, well, I did watch. Um, I did rewatch Making a Murder. I already mentioned that. Uh, I also started watching Parks and Rec again, which is just an awesome show. Yeah, okay. I love show. What, what, what is wrong with you? It's really you? funny for a couple seasons. What is Parks and Rec is one of the best shows to rewatch. Yes, it's amazing. It's like every comedy show. They run out of character ideas, and then the characters become crappy because the writers sacrifice them for a laugh. Hmm. I guess. I don't, I don't agree with you, but mm. I think you're just out of your mind. No. Oh, you are. I'm not. No, no, you are. I'm not. I, I don't know, man. I'm not saying that everything is a home run on there, but I think it is one of the most consistent sitcomy comedies that I've ever seen. Like, it is even even when it varies in quality, it doesn't swing on the same level that when you look at stuff like Community or even you know The Office. Um, the the highs and lows there, it's much. It, Parks and Rec is pretty high all the way through, even in its low points. And it's not as big of a swing. So I'm just saying, to me, Parks and Rec has been one of those ones that, even in its bad moments, it's not bad. It's just bad for Parks and Rec. Like, yeah. it's still it's very still good. a good show. Spawn and Down is the only um, sitcomy show I think I've ever seen that never, never See, had a Spawn and Down sitcom though. Sure, I think so. Oh yeah. I don't know it's if as I much would. Of a sitcom as, uh, I don't really know the definition of it. In, well, well, I, I don't get, think it's see, quite the same to, to put it on the level of what a Parks and Rec is when you compare it to something like The Office or Community or see, one of those yeah, more ensemble And I think, I'm not saying there's not multiple people to like on Eastbound and Down. I agree with you. I think Eastbound and Down, even in the seasons where people didn't like, like the the Mexico season and stuff, mm-hmm. like, is still fantastic. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, um, me too. But I'm just saying. I don't think I th- I don't think that's quite com- the good comparison to compare that to Parks and Rec. They're very different style of comedies. All right, man, I'd, I really want to watch these. Speaking of uh, different yeah. style of comedies, I didn't even know this was a thing. I just found out last night 
You know that there's a new uh, Steve Carell show coming to Netflix that's like The Office? No. But it's called uh, Space Force. Uh, <laughs> and it's them trying to de- develop basically the, the idea of like the... So it's the military show of like creating the Space Force. I mean, it's like Steve Carell, John Malkovich. Like it's a lot of really good people. But I know, I know, take, take the politics out of it. But I'm just saying... I didn't say anything. Yeah, you had a look on your face. But, I didn't say anything. Uh, I'm just saying. I didn't say I, anything. I, I, I'm I'm down for a very high budget, uh, you know, new office esque Parks and Rec esque show uh, with people that I love in it. Got see, John Ralphio in it. Let, let me see a trailer. Mikey, who's, it's got John, John Ralphio. Ralphio. Uh, Parks and Rec, the uh, the crazy uh, rich kid that was just like. All over the place. Oh yeah, crazy yeah. rich kid. The big, big curly hair, crazy rich he's kid. He's always so condescending to him. Oh, I don't. I know. Barely, I'm, I'm watching on, the show right he's now. He's on Sorry's friend. That's like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love that John Ralphio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it took a second. My bad. I don't know. I'm just saying we'll see. I mean, I'll, I won't. You know, obviously, until I see the episodes, I'm not gonna know if I like it or not. But I was like, I got real excited when I saw that. I was like. Well, I was mad because you said Space Force, and I immediately thought of like well, science it was going fiction. to be sci-fi. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So I don't know how if it's a few oh, years in the future or good. not. Oh, did good, you hear good. the plot sum up? No. <laughs> you listen to this podcast. You are in this podcast, but I'm not sure you ever hear this podcast. Oh, okay. uh, I, I do. Thanks for calling it out. We deal I do with it all the time. <laughs> Like two minutes ago. Oh yeah, that's right. Dude, no, like I if just... Mikey is a litmus test <laughs> was, for how our Tiger listeners King feel, we're not doing good. The amount of times Mikey is just like digging around on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> so if yeah, you ever if you ever hear Mikey just say a random comment, it's not Mikey trying to be funny and witty. It's because he's not been paying attention for about fifteen minutes. It happens. It happens. All right, boys, are we ready to? to no, I got one. Got I got one other thing I watched. I wanted to talk about blood sport. Oh, dude, we're oh. about there. You know, I can't what wait. he means is he wanted to get it over with. But I do I have this ask one what last the thing. Heck Eric is thinking. Well, you, Go yeah, ahead. yeah, what yeah. You, what else you have to you ask watch, me Mike? too. Uh, I watched How to Fix a Drug Scandal. How to? I don't even. It's, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I have no idea what this is. Holy moly! Pretty series gnarly. or uh, just a documentary? It's a mini series. series. docu series without right. spoilers. Brief overview. It's uh, so within like a year or two. All right, so Massachusetts is a small t- small Give me a state. Second. What's the name of it? One more time. How to fix a drug scandal? And real quick to ask too, because we don't know about this at all. Yeah. Is this an older documentary that uh, got no, added, or out. is this a new new one? Yeah, okay. it just came out. Uh, so, Eastern Massachusetts and Western Massachusetts. Um, if you have like a drug case in there, it goes to one of two labs. So, like, if you're in Eastern, it goes to one. If you're in Western, it goes to a, you know a Western one, right? Okay. So. In like one to two years, Massachusetts was hit with this uh, scandal with these drug labs that were basically like if you get pulled over and you've got cocaine on you, it's not enough for the cop to just say he had cocaine on you. They actually have to test it and all that stuff. And the test results have to be right. All that good stuff. And they can have it retested and things like that. So they had two people, these big scandals with these these two drug labs and two separate people. Where one was basically getting high on the job for ten years and doing all these. How does someone not notice for ten years? And then, and then, <laughs> and then you have another lady who was so obsessed with doing a good job, she was manufacturing results. So this caused them. Well, I'm not going to give it away, but you metrics, know, Jared. What happens in a situation like that? 
you know, like tip. Oh man, it was good. It was really good. And sounds. You should, uh, the idea is is appealing. Yeah, so yeah. you should definitely check that one. And it's, it's a short docu series too. It's only like four, it's episodes. four episodes. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't take, it's not too long. But no, it, I'm it sure was, there wasn't too much bad stuff going on because I'm sure oh, the good citizens of Massachusetts really don't partake in the old white oh, power. Oh, man. Oh, man. Was that a big state like, either? Well, if you think of the repercussions that there's, you know, that happen with those things, like typically if your results come into question in court, you have to be released, you know? Yeah. So think about that. If somebody had the entire state. 100 pounds of yeah. cocaine on them, and that person did the test. Mikey's okay. He's only got 99 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, now we know how he gets to afford to live here. Afford? This is the house that the Q It Up podcast bought. What are you talking about? Oh, my about? God. Yeah, right. <laughs> if he, if this is boy, oh, boy. I mean, there are. I'm going to go home and kick my home. There are, <laughs> there are enough weapons laying around Ooh. to consider this a compound. <laughs> well, well, you know. That's true. It happens. All right, sir. Yeah, yeah I'll check that it. out. That was the name of it one more time. How to Fix a Drug Scandal. And that's streaming on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why it doesn't recommend it, why it hasn't recommended that to me. Uh, that's like my number one go-to thing on Netflix is these uh, crime docuseries. Yeah. Well, it knows you're uh, dainty when it comes to breaking the law there, Jared. Mm. So, you know. How's that? Uh, he, I don't know. He's just he feels on. morally obligated in a lot of ways. So. Mm. Hmm. This is true. Mm. All right, guys. Let's, let's get it, into. Unless it's taking uh, somebody's money, and then he'll just take all. Well, well, then they had it coming. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's talk about blood sport. movie that for some reason Eric in his childhood classic uh, watched and convinced himself that it was good oh I did too I just watched this movie less than a year ago rewatched oh yeah liked it loved it still do okay I got a big old smile on my face right now. Oh, me too. Say so, to listeners out there. Let's 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 hear about that. Uh, you know the budget. Jared, Jared was not. If you didn't listen to last week, Jared was not pleased when I. Uh, What's that, that uh, audience I, I score there? Pleased. But I, uh, even even by my standards, I thought the movie would be better than it was. How, how's that audience score? Okay, there, so wait. Um, Rotten Tomato score is at thirty eight percent. Though I always put this caveat when we're talking about movies this old. It, it only has twenty four reviews. So. Take that however you want. And what's that user review rating? Yeah, Mikey that? wants me to point out that the audience score is 74% on it. Yep, because normal people enjoy this movie. Well, that is, a, that the, is a drastic difference. Abnormal it oddballs is, that I don't. I also will say that you can't trust the... Uh, the opinions of the of society? Of society? Oh, Are we not in a democracy? You can't trust the critics. Jared just uh, ignored all your opinions out there. Queued yeah. up. It is lower on um, IMDb. Because I remember looking that up last night. Probably what by a percent? It's it's like six point something if I remember right. Uh, six point eight on um, IMDb. Yeah, they were probably Chong Lee fans. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. The other thing that really did shock me was uh, the movie was made on a budget of one point. It it says one point five to two point three. This was made by Canon Films, so I'm going to assume no one knows what how what this movie cost because. There was a lot of cocaine going through those halls. 
Um, Do you remember off the top of your head, by the way, because it is a great documentary, what the uh, name of the documentary that talks about that? Electric Boogaloo or something like that? That might be it. I don't know. Basically, here's the thing. We'll try and look it up if we remember. But there is a really, if you like uh, documentaries about Hollywood... The 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 Canon films like the the uh, the go is a Golan and that's uh, where I've seen that logo before. Minda Hemer, I can't even remember their names right now, but um, basically the two guys that like ran the studio. Yeah. It is a fascinating documentary. It's called Electric Boogaloo: The Wild Untold Story of Canon Films. Is that still on Netflix? Uh, I don't know. I Let haven't seen it on there in a long time. If it is, you can get your hands on it. Watch it. Yeah, it, it was on Netflix at one time. They did other films like uh, a lot of uh, Chuck Norris Superman films. 4. Yeah. Superman 4. Like, just think him. of any cheesy 80s action film that mm-hmm. you can think of. They probably did. What was the movie you said that they did? I said just, I just said uh, Chuck Norris Chuck films. Norris films. I mean, they did, uh, uh, what's the, the terrorist one that he did? The action, I mean, right. basically all of them, I think. If I remember right, they didn't do one, but they did the sequels. That's They seem to have done that a lot where... They pick up a mildly successful film. They would take it, strip the budget to next to nothing, and then uh, it's just one of those fascinating Hollywood stories. Yeah, Uh, that was a great documentary. Absolutely fascinating. Uh, So there are the that's the tale of the tape. Um, um, I'm sorry, Jared. I Wait, kind of cut you off. How much money how did, much it did it make? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, what are you doing it, it here? It cost, you said, about 1.5 to 2.3, I yeah. think. Whatever it was, it was made by Canon, so they weren't spending a lot. So even if that number's not right, it's probably close. Uh, box office, $65 million. <laughs> That's box office. And as Eric said before... Uh, this movie was something huge on VHS. This was a no. This is was? one of I don't know. That's totally. better than Star Wars. This is known as like uh, one of those what movies. Did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I kind of kind of see kind of. I, I think I think dollars spent. I think so. I think if you looked up uh, dollars spent versus how much they made, that might be better than Star Wars. It's not. I no. I think it is. The original Star Wars alone has pulled in a billion dollars, man. It, it doesn't count on a budget of twenty. It doesn't count. Have, uh, Blair Witch Projects. Yeah, but Blair did, Witch did the original Star Wars still, have JCVD? Yeah, no, I don't think it did. No, <laughs> they had they had there. Mark Hamill. Whoever heard of that guy? Yeah. Look at his career went down. Yeah, where's his career? I'm done all right. Mm. Not like JCVD. Yeah, his what? career has never fallen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was uh, so obviously box office success, and even then, we all you know it is an older movie. You got to keep in mind too the level of what movies pulled in box office wise is not the same as what you're seeing with Avengers movies now too when you look at the adjustments mm-hmm. and but also just again this movie is known as one of those real ones that was a huge success on VHS. Oh yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. talk about it in a minute. All right. Um, let's go around and give our star ratings. I mean, I think this movie is just absolutely <laughs> horrible. Yeah. Was it not fun? There's well, th- yeah, there's some guilty pleasure aspects to the film that make me not be too harsh on it. Um, still uh, two stars for me. Did I, you say two stars? He yeah. did. What are you nuts? It's, it's a, it's a pretty awful film, man. Man, you gotta be, oh, four stars. <laughs> Easy. You're lucky I'm not giving it five. I should give it five. Out of your mind. If I was, if no, I was young, you Mikey. should give it one. Watching but... this in, in the basement of my, my parents' house when I was a kid, five stars. Mm. I was I was so, Frank Dukes back then. Some, somehow Dukes. I'm going to be, I think, the voice of reason and land somewhere in the middle during a lot of these discussions. What? But I do align with Mikey more than I align with Jared on this. But here's the thing. No, no. I, here's the thing. I know we always just we'll get into it. But 
It's a classic. It, this one is a weird one that feels weird for me to just say one single score. So I'm going to say what my <laughs> score is, and that'll be my score of record. All right. But I'll tell you what this movie feels like score yeah, one. No. What do you So nuts? this movie feels like, like, like the amount of joy that I got watching this movie last night. Mm-hmm. This is a four to four and a half star oh, movie yeah. in terms of joy for me. Absolutely. Of revisiting this, okay? Absolutely. In terms of because I'm grading this movie and I have to be realistic with it, and even with nostalgia, that doesn't save a movie for me. I cannot give this movie four stars. What? So I'm going to say, right in the middle, this is a three star movie. Oh, come it's, on. Nah, man. It is How a, are you gonna do that? a good film. How are you going to do that? It's getting boosted because I want, of nostalgia. I want either three and a half or two and a half. Because you're here's gonna, the thing. you got to take we'll a go side. Into it. We're going to go into it. He's got to take so a side. So many of the negatives mm-hmm. did not annoy me. In fact, they made me smile, laugh, or I enjoyed myself. That it is one of those movies, much like, and I'm not saying, I do not, I'm actually not saying it's as bad as. How's he going to go neutral? But when you look at movies like The Room, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. The, I love that movie, but that's not a good movie. But I, I, there's something about, or, you know, when you look at Troll 2, like the, the level of enjoyment I get from watching that movie, knowing that it's bad, I, I just end up happy through the movie. So I was happy. I can't fully knock this movie because of how happy I was. It was fun to watch. But when I'm grading it on literally check, check it sounds lists, like you weren't happy. It no, sounds like you were neutral. No, what I'm saying is like neutral. when I look at it as a film, I can see. I mean, I know a lot I, more sounds, about film these days. I can see the flaws. I'm even going higher on that. If if I was just grading it and taking enjoyment out of it and just on aspects of a film, this would be much lower than a three. You better. Defend but I can't this. do that. I can't separate that with this film. You know, so my score of record half. is going to be three. Three but I will half. say. My enjoyment's higher than a three on this. I'm just. I'm say getting it. fired up. It's just like here's the thing. Getting, my I mean, my enjoyment was five. My enjoyment of like watching Battlefield Earth was higher than whatever score I gave it to. Armageddon, same kind of thing. Eric, I used to love Three Ninjas, and then I got older and I watched it again, and I went. That's why I'm telling Three Ninjas is different. That's why Three, I know it's Three not. Ninjas different. That's kids movie. That's kids. This is an adult movie, and you watch it as a child. The, uh, let totally. Me, let different. me phrase it like this, and we'll go into our normal format. I know. I know. I'm kind of breaking format here but I'm also here. this is one of those movies we've talked about many times Can't on the podcast you're not taking we'll go into it this is one that's lodged into my childhood and so it's kind of one that's like in my cue it up history of what we we reference but i yeah i don't i don't think this is a perfect film i just I can't you knock think? it because of how much fun I have on it, man. Oh. This is Great this is fun. not a perfect film. It Great is a fun. perfect film for the time that it came out. Yes. I mean, it's a disaster. It is a You're perfect a film for the time of, it, of, of its <laughs> you time. You got me on that one. It, it, it is a perfect film for its time. Uh, We're grading it, it out. It is. Time. All right. Let's get into it, boys. Um, so I would be interested. Eric, you've kind of expounded a little bit, but let's get a little bit deeper. Uh, tell me about this movie. Uh, tell me about your first time seeing it. Why did it affect the young Eric so much? I'd like to understand that. Why? Honestly, I don't know. My my tastes have changed. And I know we talk about this kind of stuff all the time. But if I were to see this movie for the first time now, I don't think there's a chance that I really would have any love for it the same way that I did. If I in it may, maybe even watching it now, like say I was a, a JCVD fan, but I hadn't stop, seen this movie. Stop calling no, him that. He, he, re- he deserves respect. JCVD. Oh. We're plugging his show. There. We're plugging his show. He's he, see he's got a show. Where's Mr. Mark Van Hamill? Mr. Van where's Mark Hamill's show? He deserves respect. Jim. Where's where's Hamill's oh. show? Uh, 
So I'm saying, say say I had been a fan of his, but somehow had never seen this movie. Yeah. I think I would still enjoy watching this movie. Just like if I see one that I haven't seen in his catalog right now, I may enjoy it. All Take right. that out of the equation. Say, let's say he never existed, but you show him to this movie to me now. I'm sure I'm not going to like this movie. But this movie is possibly, and it's hard to tell. This might be, I mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark is up there too. This might be the movie that, I at total times I've seen most in my entire life. And that's because I, I don't really rewatch movies anymore. So there's movies that I love, but I mean, if I see a movie, if a movie comes out now and I see it multiple times, that's saying a lot. Like, yep. I mean, Fury Road is probably, you know, Mad Max Fury Road was, is up there. You ever watch that Mikey? No, I have not gone back and watched never the other. Got to watch the other Mad Drive Mad is up there oh, in terms of more recent movies, in terms of times watched. Um, but but even then, it's nothing compared to what young Eric would just watch over. So when you look when you look at your kids, Jared, and like how many times have they seen Frozen? Like I watched Frozen two this morning. <laughs> exactly. But I'm saying when I was younger, that was one of those movies for me. Yeah. So I watched it all the time. This movie is one of the only memories I have of my childhood of a young age because I have a specific memory of going to a local video store where yeah. we would go there all the time. It's not even in existence anymore. Um, it was a mom and pop kind of store. It wasn't a chain. Um, Love those places. So we would go in and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did we talk about this on the first episode? Because we 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 made some. I mean, joke I'll say about, what it is. It's we Burke's made, video. Yeah, I was gonna say we made some joke about Burke's video. I think you you talked about this it on the very first well episode because it's one of the only episodes I've listened to a couple different times. We might have on the first episode asked what movie you've seen the most in your life. Like it, it, it's possible. I don't. Yeah, know. I I think that's right. Okay, I'm talking we'll many years ahead. ago in that conversation. Yeah, um, many. Episodes. So so I have specific memories of doing this, <laughs> just to, of going into a video store. And my mom would let me rent. I don't know if it was one or two or whatever. We would go. She would go pick out her movies and I would go pick out mine. And then whatever it was once a week or however often it was, we would do this. Right. And I was allowed to just pick whatever I wanted as long as it was. I mean, it's not like I could walk into the, the curtained off section, if you know what I mean, and go pick a movie. But but I'm just saying I was like, you look at this movie now. Wink, wink. I was right? too young to be watching this movie. But a lot of people, kids watched violent movies and things when we were younger. It wasn't as. People weren't as sensitive about that. We'll just say, yeah. uh, uh, not in, not in my household. Yeah, yeah. Or mine. Was a, Jared didn't even, wasn't even allowed to watch Hook. So. My parents, <laughs> my parents were ahead of the curve. On yeah, that yeah. One. But in in most people growing up in the eighties, yes. wasn't allowed to watch The Wizard. We could watch things that Dang. would be like people would be shocked about right now. We watched Rambo. We watched oh, all no. these things, no, right? No, 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 no. Predator. I, I got in trouble for watching Rambo. Uh, so I would rent this movie. I would. Bring it in, so it would be time to go pick out the new movie. We'd walk in. They, you open the door. There's the little slot. People that are young don't know what we're talking about, mm-hmm. but yes, you'd go to a video store and you would drop it in a little return slot. And then my mom would go, "Okay, you got 15 minutes or whatever. Go pick out your next movie." And I go, "Okay." And I would just turn to the worker at the counter and go, "Can I have that movie back in?" The- mm. <laughs> and my mom would get so annoyed. How did your I mom would- not just buy you a copy for Christmas or something? How did that not happen? Uh, my mom's never been good financially here, so uh, yeah, right. that's probably factored into it when I look back at it later. back then it was harder to find movies. I, I, I don't know, true. man. I'm yeah. just saying the amount of times, who knows how many times I did that. It was way more than once. We'll Why didn't you that. just go to Suncoast and get you the widescreen copy? Oh, man, the widescreen copy. Uh, I, mean, I wasn't a film aficionado back then, clearly, that when this is one of my favorite movies. Mm, no, uh, my standards were not as high as they were, so I, I don't think I was worried about, uh, you know, what, was it widescreen or not. Mm. Um, but Letterbox? I'm just saying, the amount of times, <laughs> it had to be 
insane like it, that i would just re-rent the same movie i, I probably had to imagine I being a imagine. fan of blood sport in the vicinity of that berg's video and the poor guy <laughs> Never being able to is rent. always go- and there's just like nope it's out oh that's amazing that's an amazing <laughs> thought uh i i have to imagine that i had probably had two that i could pick so i probably was always cycling in a new movie but just doing that because I, I i even me i don't think i would only watch that movie <laughs> Like, there's just no way. So That's I must the have had two have. Picks, But my memory is that I would just drop it in the slot. She'd say, go pick out a movie. And I'd go, okay. And I would just turn to the, the worker and be like, can I have that movie back? Uh. And he would look so annoyed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, this movie was up there, man. I was not just martial arts films. Mm-hmm. Because like, um, so there was uh, this movie, obviously. And just any uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Uh, was many watch. I could be wrong. I think this is my very first Jean Claude Van Damme film. Well, this was the one that put him on the map. So it depends on how early I don't you think saw. I've ever seen another one. Wait, wait, what? Really? Yeah. Never- I I tried to watch JVCD and it was awful, and I turned it off. What? You mean JCVD? Sure. The man deserves respect. So um, no, no kickboxer. I mean, yeah, I, I don't watch. Kickboxer I don't watch a lot there. of Jean Claude Van Damme, but I do. I do know those two. Oh, I've seen Time Cop. Oh yeah, Time Cop. Man. Uh, it's like Looper, but better. Uh, I, you know what? I would watch Time Cop, but Time no, Cop, I've not uh, seen it. Time Cop was up there. Basically, when you talk about popular movie stars, stuff that there. was my guy. Like John Claude Van Damme was my guy when I was a little kid. People were into wrestling. People were into whatever. I wasn't super into all that, but I was all about the the uh, the big action stars of the day. The 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 Arnolds. Uh, you know the oh my gosh. Why oh, kid? Double Impact. I've seen that. Oh, my Never gosh. They're, they're so, just everything. I'm just saying, any of the big action oh, stars. Double Team with Dennis Rodman. I saw that one. <laughs> Stallone. Never, oh, my goodness. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I don't remember that. it. But Stallone, yeah. Arnold, uh, Van Damme, all of them. I was all about it. Uh, I was like Stallone and I like Arnold. Yeah. I mean, he, here's the thing. You go back and look at some of those movies, too, Jared. They don't, but they were in good movies. Not all the time, man. Which one? I'm just saying I was a, about? I was a You've wife. never seen a Van Damme movie? And Arnold's in a lot of good films. You've never yeah. seen a Van Damme movie and you're just saying he's never been in a good movie? Well, just, I just watch what is considered to be his finest movie. I don't know if they would. I don't, it's, it's I don't think it's this his is a finest classic. movie. This is, yeah, it's a classic. It's a beloved movie. It doesn't mean it's his finest. What about Welcome to the Jungle? Come on. You're also talking about one? his Welcome like. To the, I don't even know what that is. You're also talking about one of his first acting roles. It's like, don't you think. Oh, what was his first one that I just recently watched? Oh, I gotta Wait, look that is up. Welcome to the Jungle, the the Disney one. No, Tim Allen? Oh, I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look. But anyway, the, the, the point movie? I was making is okay. even if you just narrow it down to martial arts action films. Yep. So there was this. There was Kickboxer, which later on. Um, what about American Ninja? That's where I was getting. All so right. so that so the next the only martial arts movie that could even come no close retreat, to the amount of times I saw no it surrender was the American Ninja series. Which, by the way, just on a side note. Without even bringing, it's not like I've brought up this series in a long time. So Nick, so former podcast uh, uh, fellow podcaster mm-hmm. and my roommate, uh, when I walked in the other day, he didn't even know we were doing Bloodsport. He goes, "Eric, look!" And I, I don't even remember if it was on Netflix. It was on one of the streaming services. He's like, "Look what it got added!" Mm-hmm. And it was all the American Ninja oh. movies. So I might be watching that in the next oh. week or two. Oh, uh, the Michael Dudikoffs. Uh, uh, is that the guy? Well, name? I mean, Michael Dudikoff is like the main guy until they switched out with uh, the second guy. With I don't remember what his name was. Uh, I'd have to look it up. But anyway, uh, so that series, and then just when you look at just action movies in general, just eighties movies, 
I was all about it. So this literally started me down a path that is weird to me because that's not, I'm not really the action movie guy now. Like so many people that we were like that, that shared that love of Jean-Claude Van Damme, right? They continued on and they're watching the Fast and the Furious and they're watching like all these mega popular action films. Mm -hmm. I've kind of grown away from it. So it's like, it's just something that's like it's very nostalgic to me because it reminds me so much of my childhood, but doesn't really reflect much of anything about my. Yeah, current I have a life. weird relationship with the action genre. Um, I think I am more in in your line of like. I, I mean, I love Three Ninjas. I loved all those things too back then. But like, oh yeah, Three Ninjas. I'm just saying. I like, I've, tr- I've I like a lot of Jason stuff. Statham's. Films. Doesn't mean again. I just mentioned Mad Max. That's an action film. I'm not yeah, saying that absolutely. action films in general. Mad Max is a little different, though. It's not your... I wouldn't equate what Mad Max is as an evolution of what Bloodsport is. I would equate Fast and the Furious as an evolution of the type of movie. And it's not martial arts, but I'm just saying the type of action the principles movie... principles of evolution, this one dies before it <laughs> okay. gets out of the primordial no. ooze. Oh, come on now. This is a great film. No. It was, I'm this movie, it. I'm sure, was even... Again, I, I, we don't have the frame of reference to see it from an adult mind. But even of its time, I'm sure people watch it, and it was cheesy. But it was cheesy fun. Yeah. So I'm just saying it, that's how '80s movies were. Yeah, that was, and again, that and was the way. It's a genre in one itself. Of the worst month, worst decades of film I've ever come across. You're yeah, crazy. I don't know, man. They're fun to rewatch. They're though. fun. They're some of the most fun films to rewatch. I don't know if they would be fun to experience for the first time. It's a genre flick, man. What's the one movie with Tom Cruise? Um, Top Risky Gun. Business. That's Risky a good business. '80s film. Top Gun. Well, Top I mean, Gun, if you're going to look at it, it's not a good movie. I actually don't like Top Gun, to Top believe it or not. But, um, but everybody seems to love that movie. Um, is that an 80s film? I, I think so, that isn't it? 90s. No, that's 80s, right? That's, 80s. that's, that's absolutely sure. got to be 80s. I'm pretty sure. No, you could be right. Late uh, 80s. I, I, think, I, think, I think you're crazy. I think this is a well, wonderful okay, genre so flick. Well, okay, so Eric has had his time on the floor. Let's hear yours. This is a wonderful genre flick. But what uh, What was it? Because uh, I am i don't know if it's as special to you as it was to Eric, but this no. this is a movie that you liked a lot as a kid. I as smiled kid, oh, yeah. all the way through this movie. Oh, I did. I'm just saying. I did, too. I did when I watched it. It's been less than a year. Was it the scene that. when um, Jean-Claude Van Damme is uh, leading the bumbling uh, federal agents? Uh, oh, Forrest isn't that Whitaker, awesome? Jared? You mean For, Academy yeah, Award Academy, winner, Forrest yeah. Whitaker? I do like me some Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, he's By in the way, here with his 50,000 volts. Even then, the way he moves is so Forrest Whitaker. Like, it, it starts to make me think, is Forrest Whitaker actually a good actor, or is he just did one good performance and copied it throughout his entire <laughs> career? Because it is possible. But hey, he's great. Yeah. Why is, do you like great? this movie, Mikey? I love this movie. It's fun. It's Jared. it's fun. It's it, it's a reminder of childhood. Um, I mean, it's Sagar. It's huh? he's referencing Star Wars. Sagar. Yeah. Oh, quit that. So we actually, already did the Mark Hamill Star thing. Wars. I'm not. So remember what you're about to say, Mike. I just want to ask Jared a question. Mm. Real quick. I don't I actually didn't catch it if you said. So obviously, Mikey and I did. I know you didn't love it as a kid, but did you? When when was the first time you saw this movie? He's never seen it. Today. Oh wait, so uh, you had yesterday. not seen it at yeah. all? Yeah, yeah, no, I've never seen. So it. that's again, that's why there's no, there's no emotional connection no. for Jared to this no, at no. all. But see, I don't think so Jared would have had. We didn't have a chance. I think I would be in Jared's shoes if I watched this right now, Mikey. I, honestly. Yeah, but I, I I think I think that he needs to he needs to take in the '80s genre factor though. He's not doing that. He's not adding I that actually, into the model here. I thought. 
I, I obviously didn't want to watch this film. There's a reason I never saw it. You get what I'm saying? But I expected a more competent film than what I got. Why? When the, when the credits that? came on. Goes, why? When the credits came on. <laughs> what about anything implied that it would be? Well, because a lot of times, you know, you, you take a look blooded? at how much I hate Adam Sandler. Yet, if you go back to the one that made him, Billy Madison, it's a competent and funny film. So, like, yes, I think all of Happy Madison's movies are terrible. But usually you can see that in the beginning there were some good things going on. And I thought that was going to be the same thing here. If this, this guy's joke of a career movie. probably had at least some quality early on. And then I saw this, and then, I mean, guys, it didn't take – characters weren't even talking yet, and I went – Oh it's, no! This is bad. Yeah. I, I, this is really it was bad. so bad at the beginning that I got I started bouncing up on, I mean, on my bed because like it, was, a, it was fun. Bad. It's yeah. It's like a bad to, like a ta- uh, Toxic Avenger. There's a bad. reason why. Well, no, talk, I like Toxic Avenger. Um, there's a reason I'm at two stars because while I loathe films like Battlefield Earth because there is so much competent stuff happening, you can tell that nobody has any idea. the The screenwriter has no idea what they're doing. The acting is some of the most awful ensemble I've ever seen put together. <laughs> Forrest it's Whitaker? embarrassing. Academy Guys, Award winning Forrest Whitaker. the sound Whitaker. mix is just deplorable. What about that sound That might have to do with how terrible the Netflix, whatever mix they have. But I had to sit there and I had to have my hand on the remote. And every single time a character would talk, I would turn it up. I didn't and have And every problem. single time a character would stop talking, I'd problem, have to turn it down. That's weird. That's racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What? Face. It's true. I, Mikey and I didn't it's have a problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's on you, that? bud. It's on <laughs> you, bud. <laughs> just deal with it and move on. Yep. Right. If you don't understand, just go back later and listen to this podcast with the subtitles on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what else did you uh, like? I didn't mean to cut you off. I just needed to oh. know that information from Jared, Mikey. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, what about the soundtrack? I mean, that's we're talking oh, John dude, Williams level. Here. I went to oh. bed. I mean, it's up. Oh, it's, oh, it's, I had trouble. What are you doing? I had trouble going to sleep. Because I laid down on my pillow, and I'm not lying. I wish I was lying. I literally took <laughs> my pillow when it was time to go to bed. I turned off the lights. And it got quiet. Let's go. Kumite. Kumite. You guys are horrible. You're absolutely horrible. Oh, oh my goodness. I just laughed See this enjoyment, time. Jared? This is enjoyment. This is why these are five-star movies here. Paul... Herzog is the guy that did the music. Man, I bet he's buddies with John Williams. Dude, some of these montage songs were so 80s. It was, I I mean, I thought I was watching like a Scarface montage at like some point, like, you know, like the, you know, walking down the razor's edge. (laughs) It's like the the, the montages in this movie are amazing. Are just, they're just fantastic. I know. Phenomenal. They're, again, from a, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you from a funny point, like from a fun, ridiculous, cheesy 80s, everything. This movie is everything that you imagine the 80s. It's it's all of it at once. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's almost impressive how 80s this movie was. And I am not a fan of the genre that is 80s. Yeah, 80s. we know. You sit there with They're your tr- teacup and your monocle. I don't like the uh, music, the movies. Ugh. Or the, just, um, heck, even the, uh, not that I'm a style guy, but even like the clothing. Like, there's not much about the 80s I truly like very much. That's why I like those things, because it's so unique. It's, you you can always tell an 80s movie. Yeah. Here's the it's thing. Very the, that's not this a is, good thing, though. This is actually it something is. that I find interesting as I get older. 
I don't think a lot of them, again, I don't think a lot of them are great movies, but I'm, tearing, I'm talking about enjoyment while watching them. Even though the 90s movies are more in our sweet spot because we, that's, again, we, for anyone listening out there, we grew, we were, I, you know, we were born in, I was born in 83, Jared was 83, are you 83, 83 82, Mike? So, like, most of our friends are 82, 83, right? So, we, even though we were born in the 80s, I mean, it's hard to call yourself a child of the 80s when you're yeah. seven by the end of it. Like, we're, we're 90s kids, yeah. but we were born in the 80s, right? So, but again, because you didn't have access to the same amount of media that you do now, a lot of the stuff we had to watch was 80s stuff or even on TV shows. We would I see watched. shows from the 70s. And, I mean, my God, I, I grew up watching I Love Lucy. I oh, mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're saying, me too. Like you, you went back, well, you yep. just watched whatever was available, right? I, I'm, so, I'm pretty sure I watched this movie for the first time with the Biggins on a recorded VHS. His dad had recorded it off of like Showtime uh, or so something. So even the movies that came out where we got to experience them live and we loved them at the time. So like I'm just I'm not going to name a, a specific one, but I'm saying 90s movies, right? Mm. 90s movies. I actually don't always enjoy watching the 90s movies now when I go back as much as I do the 80s. The 80s are like so far removed from like what current like there are moments even with some of the bright neon and things that you see in a 90s movies mm-hmm. where it's close enough where it's like you really notice the flaws and the flaws annoy you more. Mm. 80s, the, the 80s way that like society was is just so far removed from where we are now that it becomes like a it's, it's more like a period piece. Like it feels like right. I might as well just be watching a Western or something <clears throat> like it's so weird compared to what we know now. What was that cool back fun. then? I mean, even in Terminator, you know. Every movie from that from that decade was that way, and that's what I love about them. I don't know. I mean, I, and you could say the same about the seventies, but well, Mikey um, the, falls the a little further into the seventies. Yeah, I mean, the eighties is way more distinguishable. There's a though. lot of seventies movies I like, but I that there's some that are hard to sit through oh, um, if I'm them. not a fan already. Love them all. All right, Mikey, I'm gonna try to pin you down on something. Okay, uh, you like the vibe of the film, and I, that's a, a good enough reason to like a film, but. Tell me what's good about this movie. And I want to name specifics. I want you to talk about scenes that work, actors that were good, plot lines that developed in a good way, and stuff like that. I need to understand how you can come... Jared's they face. did a good job. Jared, Jared's I know. Eyes went know. open. This is like, why we need a video like, podcast. Like Mikey just crumbled up like oh, powder and threw it in his eyes. Yeah. Jared. Oh well, let's get to that though. Jared I mean, can't even get it to was, the mic right now. It, he doesn't even see straight. It, I mean, it was co- it was competently written. Um, <laughs> there there were um, there were setups and payoffs throughout the film. Uh, Jared, that remember I'm just, him placing the tea when he was blindfolded? Blindfolded, so you knew that whenever Chong Lee took that salt stuff and threw it in his eyes and he was going to be able to what was going on with the u.s government in that film he's oh he's 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 just so he's an air force like captain who's he's a tough guy he's a he's a government weapon he's government trained that's why they didn't want him we are shown early in the film that he's actually not very good and actually has to be trained by this guy that's trained him his whole life except now he has to train him in a much more hardcore way wait Wait, what what do you mean he's not very good yeah no by the time, it, yeah. you're, you're, you're misinterpreting that. So intentionally, here's the, here's I'm pretty the thing. Sure. Here's the thing. We're gonna go. Man, we we're, actually we're going okay. Down wait, hole, I'm, I'm wondering about the time, the series of events. Let me let me see if I have. He's, he was a child he's young during all that stuff with the training with the. Yeah. Okay, so when he leaves, Shidoshi. when he yes, leaves Shidoshi. the the shower, 
he gets on an airplane and goes to wherever he goes in this film. To China. To China. Completely, completely so unseen, So he doesn't too. leave and go to that house. No, well, no, 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 no he no, does, no, yeah. No, no. Okay, so so let me... Let he me stops say, there. Can I actually, I, actually, I'm not trying to interrupt. I'm saying I want to talk about this because it is one of the most ridiculously, unintentionally meta moments I've ever seen a film that it made me laugh. Like, like it's like if you were actually meta, but you didn't mean to be meta, so it'd be like, I don't know. So the beginning of this... Fa, movie meta. when he start with well, the beginning of this movie starts out with him like basically going back and like visiting this uh you know family that we don't know but right he sees this, the japanese family or, or whatever what do you think about the kids acting when they have the flashback oh no i'm gonna get there i'm gonna get there so yeah we'll get so, there so anyway so he he goes in and he sees the sword right the katana and then he enters into a flashback which is one of the longest flashbacks <laughs> i've ever seen but yet but yet, and this is why it's amazing, I noticed immediately, when you talk about noticing like so many flaws immediately, the amount, and they continue this throughout the whole movie, the amount of times that the camera just shows a character's face. So like, say, say right now the camera is Jared and Mikey, but Jared is doing a bunch of stuff and Mikey's watching. Uh-huh. The amount of times that kind of scene happens where like Jean-Claude Van Damme is doing something but his, you know, his uh, martial arts master is watching, right? Okay. And they just keep cutting back to the guy who's not doing anything's face and just seeing his face. And maybe literally no reaction. Sometimes literally no reaction. And then they cut back and then cut to the face. The amount of close-ups on somebody's face, especially in, especially in that uh, flashback. So that flashback starts with looking at Jean-Claude Van Damme's face and doing a close-up of him staring off into nothing, mm-hmm. and then goes into a flashback where there's a character staring at his face constantly doing <laughs> nothing, but then they would cut in the middle of the flashback and go back to present time Jean-Claude Van Damme looking at his yeah. face, and then it would go back into the flashback, and this continued on what felt like, I'm not even kidding. Half an hour. It felt like a half hour. <laughs> classic 80s. This is classic. I literally had my hands on my head where I was like, who wrote this? <laughs> like, and what? Like, were they high? Like, I don't understand no. how you could do that. It was like it was like it was like inception. Like it was going in like layer and layer, like layers deep. And then also while you're dealing with that, that kid that they <laughs> is the worst actor I've ever seen. I felt bad. Like he's all dressed up in the in the baseball stuff. The way that he's talking, I was like, this dude must have been like pummeled oh. after when it, his friends or enemies saw this dude, movie. His friends I don't or know enemies if I've ever had such a disconnect between adult actor and whoever they chose to. Yeah. Like, and I can even see why they chose that kid in in some ways. But like, man, it is. When you talk about budget, they did not go out and scour long to get a child actor, man. No, that yeah. is one of the worst portrayals of a young version of someone I've ever seen. Yeah. But yet that made it more fun. Right. Like, oh, he was so bad. It was I like know. it was like, how did this happen? It was intentionally bad, I think. Oh, no. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, they were like, we'll make garbage and then people no, eat it. No, we're going we're gonna to make this and it's going to be awesome and everybody's going to buy it and we're going to sell like 60 show, times what we spent. It shows, you know, growth. It shows how how awful he was and right. and, and not, I don't even just mean martial arts, I'm just saying in general, but then how cool he is later. Oh, it's yeah. like he's so smooth and he's so cool and he's so skilled. He broke like, those trees, Jared. Oh, did you see him break those trees? Apparently <laughs> that was that was real, by the way. Like, not the, I'm not saying the breaking of the trees, but like the, him doing that drawn and quartered. Was apparently like 
actually real. Like they're like he's not. I don't think he's like supported by a harness or anything. Like they oh. literally like. Dude looks like he has skills. There's well, no he he could it. do that. That yeah. was one of the things he was known for. Is doing. I'm just sports. saying, like it's stuff like that. Where, by the way, speaking of that, I didn't know this. So, looking up the details about this and some articles and stuff about this last night after I watched the movie, he's not do you know there's no stunt people in this movie? They just hired. They didn't. They How cool is that? They Jared? couldn't afford to hire stunt people. Yeah, but just a second. So they just also hired. No <laughs> so they just hired people that they're like, "Can you take a punch?" <laughs> So like if you fit for whatever they're trying to do, they ha- they put you in or they had a couple people that were actual martial artists that they brought in for like some of the supposed to be high level guys like, you know, um, but they didn't have stunt people to just like, yep, this is the actor and this is the stunt person. And it's just like that is so weird on an action movie of this level. Like, I don't even know how. Is there any other? I'm, there probably has been, but is there any other movie where that's ever happened? Probably in the eighties. Golly, man! Yeah, I don't know how you can do that in like in, in an action movie like this. Jared is not happy about that. Come on, that's a fun trivia. Fact, I know, right? I know. He just, he's just that should add to your enjoyment. I know, I yeah, know. But you'd be impressed if there were actors doing this. There are no actors. Well, Jean Claude Van Damme. Not everybody can be Tom Cruise. There's a bunch of people man. who are. Truly embarrassing them. Not anybody can Chung be a Lee. great actor and a great. You know what's person. funny? He's. Good. I agree. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, He's been in other things too. So when I was going to get my remember. list of things I actually liked, I was going to say he, he is, um, and I I like the way that he is portrayed, and actually the quirks that <clears throat> I maybe they're written in the script. I have I, obviously I have no idea, but. Um, even the way that he seems to love the audience cheering for him, the way that it's all done, I'm, he's so intimidating. Yeah, yeah, he's he is. so yeah. charismatic. That is a big Asian, isn't way. it? Yes, he is. You, you love to hate him. He's a love to hate character. Like he gets the adoration of people, and you get mad that he gets the adoration, but you see why he gets the adoration, mm-hmm. but yet you hate him. Like I don't know if there's been again in my childhood, I don't know if there's been as hateable as a villain for me as that guy. Because there are baddies. There are nurse, evil guys. Nurse Ratchet. Well, that's true. That's a but again, I'm talking action movies. I said nurse, I said I think I said action movies, but Ratchet. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever hated a fictional yeah. character as much Jared as Jared sweats sometimes when he watches that, that movie. I need to watch that movie again. I want my cigarettes back. So, I want them oh. now. <laughs> so apparently too, then everybody says this that uh, his name's Bolo, but like Bolo yeah, is Bolo. like one of the he's like the nicest guy you would ever meet. Yeah. But he's every movie he's in, he's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like he's I mean, he was in, you know, Bruce Lee movies and stuff like even before this. Like he he's he Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're I mean, we might as well mention he that was too. He's in Enter the Dragon. I want to say I want to say that this movie was such a trendsetter, but I I haven't seen the movie recently enough to see all the comparisons, but this movie is preceded by Enter the Dragon, which by the way is a great film. I've seen it and I love it. But I'm Enter shocked. The great. I'm shocked that you actually liked it. Oh, yeah. This you movie, were like, oh, oh, I don't like the year it comes from. This is one I'm saying even even if there are elements obviously that are copied from Enter the Dragon. This though is the one where again, copy or not. Yeah, he wasn't Enter the Dragon. This movie was so influential into so many other movies and genres. I mean, literally, Jared, this or is the worst. Mortal Kombat was supposed Mortal to be a blood sport game. Yeah. You know that, right? I've heard that before. Yeah. Johnny Cage is yeah. John Claude Van Damme. Mm. And 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 when they couldn't get the rights to him, they even made it. Johnny Fighter, Cage right? is a is an egotistical uh 
you know, movie star as a character, like in the character of Mortal Kombat. Like literally like his character is based around the fact that like they couldn't get JCVD and, and couldn't get the, I don't know if it was him directly, but I'm saying they just couldn't get the license for it. And then they shifted working on from Bloodsport to this. Like this movie has been so influential in so many films. And I mean, not even just films. I'm When you look at stuff like, would, would we even have the desire to create something like, you look at the early days of the UFC. Like, I mean, it's throw everybody, every fighting style, throw a big giant guy fighting a small guy that's fast. Like, I mean, it literally, like, so many things seem to come back to Bloodsport to me. Like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, this movie is culturally relevant. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, where are you? On what? On the cultural relevance. That doesn't make it a good movie. I think it does. You didn't. You tell me you didn't laugh. I know Mikey laughed, and I know you, and I know because I what I know about you. You should have been. This should have been part of your favorite parts of the movie. When when that the way they shoot the the scene when that tooth gets knocked out. Oh yeah, you know what? That, that guy, I did like that part. Yeah, I was like, if Jared doesn't like this, he's lying. No, no, no. I like that part. The, yeah, the how funny, funny that is when he does that, and then also when that rich guy bribes the ref. Yeah. To, to, yeah. to make him wait. Back. And he walks in and he takes the money back out of his jacket, dude. I'm like, you know they were having fun making this film. Like, yeah. come on, man. That is, that is, you can't say that's not comedy. Like, the, the tooth part uh, did stick out to me as, as funny. Um, a little self indulgent on the time uh, spent on a nothing character, but I, I thought it was pretty that's funny. A fun, it was a fun aside. Yeah. I agree. Uh, on that aspect, I have nothing else good to say about the movie. I, the the villain was my thing. You did like Chung Lee? Yeah, yeah, I did. Did you? Because I know Mikey and I did. Did you like Ray Ray Johnson? Is that or Ray Jackson, Jackson? Sorry, Ray Jackson. Is that so buddy? it's a guy that's oh, yeah. from Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, no. It, he, I'm not saying he's a good actor. He was perfect for that part. He's just so here or even the sumo something guy. That I I I don't. I would like to get your guys's understanding on this the first time we're introduced to him as far as i'm concerned it looked to me like we were meeting the villain of the movie yeah uh he sits I down don't disagree and with is, that. It is so offensive to that lady who has done nothing to him and then later on i figured out like wait a minute he's not the villain this is his this is going to be the buddy of the movie uh, what in the world were they doing with that also when you talk setting about, up a good character. When you, you talk know? about setups, I found it interesting that they actually set something up and then pulled the rug out from you on it, which is the the because we one of the first things you see with John Claude Van Damme is the the like I said doing the blindfold and and of course that becomes super relevant later. Right? Of course, the setting first up, thing you see with with Ray Jackson is when he's training because they do that little different fighters training montage at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And you see Ray Jackson. And he says he's going to the Kumite. And the other guy goes, well, dude, you could die. And then so much, again, whether or not you have the actual tension or not, so much of the tension of this film is knowing that this is his friend and seeing the way he's just blatantly disregarding the apparent danger and not he's in over his head. And when he turns to, to Chong Li and is insulting him and all this guy, and like literally, and we see as the movie goes on, how little regard for life this guy has. Um, yeah. the, again, I, I, even if you don't like it, you, you, that, is a, that is absolutely what they're playing. And then you have that scene where you think he's going to die. 
but he doesn't. Nope. Shouldn't he have though? But no. then they also go back like they again they do it with someone else. So again, I'm not. I know what you're saying. You feel felt cheap. It felt cheapened. But he's still the danger is still there for our main character because literally the fight before that he kills that guy like un- intentionally. Yes. Right there. Um, I'm just saying like it, it, the danger is still there for the main character, but it is that thing of like. My memory, when I watched, started watching this film, I thought he died. Really? It wasn't until a ways in where I realized, oh, yeah, he doesn't die. But it like there was a like a while, like, I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to yeah, die. Yeah, I thought for sure he was going to die, and then that was going to be what serves as the motivation for the final bout. And I love everything no, about to, that he character. He had more beer to drink in his hospital bed. I love everything about the ridiculousness of that character and his friendship, except for two things. I think, as much as I probably loved it at the time... That scene where they fight each other in in playing video games, oh, <laughs> that arcade so, oh, yeah. is so long. So, so many shots of just moving joysticks. Yeah. It's yeah. so bad, and it's supposed to be intense. But it, again, it, hey, it hit the right target, man. It was aiming for kids, and it hit right on its mark yep. for me. Um, I loved it, but oh god, that scene was bad. I will say this too: as much as I like the resolution scene, because again, just for nostalgia. When they when they see it they see each other at the end in the hospital room, right? Yeah. So I it's I like that scene in a sense of I'm I'm already in on the movie. I have I cannot I while watching it last night, I could not go past the fact that I'm like, these guys have known each other for three days. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're like But that was how it was back in the eighties. You know, like you're my best friend and like all this stuff and like I had to think back and I go, Wait, how long is it wait, wait, they've only this was a three-day tournament. Because in the movie, you're so showing this they, horrible They had known each other two story. days at that point yeah. because, again, he was not there for the last day. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the, the movie, you're, there's a horribly contrived, terrible actress love story in this movie. No, you had to have an excuse to show his butt, you know? Yeah, that's true yeah, because did. this movie was well-loved by ladies, actually, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of that romance, Christy did not seem to be very impressed with the movie last. Night. <laughs> really? Well, because she's a more to JGL kind of guy. And by the AGL. way, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, she does geez. like him. Uh, erased my Conan O'Brien once, Mikey. <laughs> I had I had a, an ongoing uh, thing going with one of our friends, Dave. Uh, we're all we we are going to watch every Conan and see who was the first person to not watch an episode. And Christy watched. The episode with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then accidentally deleted it, <laughs> and I had no way to to go and watch it at that point. Yeah, she wanted to keep my, it. She uh, wanted to keep it just bed, private huh? for her memory. Mm-hmm. That was just her and JGL's moment. Only yeah. her between her and him. you don't want Jared oh, to spoil it by knowing about their moment. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh All man! Right, how did we get off on that tangent? Uh, uh, the, the ladies the, love the they, movie. They, oh, they yeah. liked his butt. Yeah, she didn't seem to be very impressed when. Um, she said, what movie are you watching? And I said, Bloodsport. And she went, oh, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. For some reason, Eric, uh, Eric decided some to reason. do this to me. He's got some taste sometimes. Mm. It was a rough Classics. week. I needed something to look forward to. Yeah. Mm. Classic films. Was, uh, I, there, were many, there were many times last night when I was watching it where I wanted to text you and be like what in the world is i get to see jared's frustration uh and yeah. it, again it was one of those movies where i started at nighttime and i had to turn it off because i was like I, I i don't want to deal with this right now jared, i watched the rest this morning i realized while watching this movie last night that this movie not only is cultural culturally relevant for what it did for you know society in the sense of like what it with the seeds that it planted hmm. dude 
This movie was ahead of its time. Did you see yep. when they're when they're running from the scene where that whole funny you know montage scene? Funny, yeah, oh, funny. funny, very funny. funny. I was laughing from from Forrest Whitaker and the other cop, right? Biggins oh. was laughing. And he keeps he keeps letting them catch up. Oh, did you so see? Did you see how Biggins watched it with me? No, he did loved you see it. how responsible that was in terms of like you know our our current world. Man, he practiced social distancing. Social distancing he he would always yep. let him catch up, but never more than six feet. Never he was more. running through Chinese markets like he could have been Wuhan. Yep. Like I don't know, like what he was. Let's, let's be, I, I don't know what he was running here. through, but I'm saying he, he always maintained at least six Chinese feet from, between him and those cops. That is that is responsible. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Socially relevant. That's what I'm saying. All right. I'm, I'm trying to go away from where Mikey took. It. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm trying to socially distance myself. From that. Uh, Mikey, do you have anything to say else on good? No, I'm good. Eric, anything else to say on good? No. Fun. All right. Fun. Uh, bad. Let's move to the bad. Um, and we're done. Joe's uh, not Joe. I was going to say Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. It, this may be. I'm. I'm going to have to give it some thought. Gosh. But I do not remember the star of a movie being as bad of an actor as is in this film. Uh, I mean, the you've guy never seen The Room. I have not seen The Room. So there's nothing possible. that trumps that. Uh, this performance is staggeringly bad. I Even the simple things that you think as a human being should be able to be done. Simple you know, facial movements and, and facial interactions. Couldn't feel his that. frustration when he was on the mat yelling, Jared? Yeah, come on. Yeah. I <laughs> I could I could see he was frustrated. He he was so upset and yelling I thought my like my screen was gonna bust out. Yeah. Like he, I mean guys, this is this is an epically bad performance. No. It like I said, I've not seen the room, so maybe I'm wrong, but it, in my memory, I'm trying to think of a worse performance by the main actor in a film. And it's, I'm not, I, I cannot come up with something. It's just because you've never seen any Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. So only way I could beat it is if I watched another Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, well, it just kind of goes his, along with the territory, he, you know. He doesn't become like, of a JC he doesn't DVD have a movie. turnaround like, like you think of like with a McConaughey or, yeah. uh, although I will say this. He's an action star. I will say this. If anyone is not watching, because we haven't actually mentioned here, we did mention the, the movie that he made. But if you've not watched Jean-Claude Van Johnson, uh, which is on, what is it? Is it is on it Amazon? Amazon? I don't is think it's I, I was going to say, is it Amazon or is it Hulu? Uh, he did a show like where he plays himself, but you find out that during his movie's 80 career, like his 80s movie career, he was actually a secret agent working for the government. So it is, quote unquote, it's supposed to be like it's a true story, but it's obviously a joke. The level of self-deprecation that he does towards himself in his own career is, it's like it's a plot. Like it, it I'd is probably end up liking him. It is. I love. Fun, I love it when actors are able to to make fun of themselves. Yeah. So I would be say because of what he's going for and what they want out of him, hmm. the acting is spot on for what it needed to be for that show. But I'm not going to say that he became like an amazing actor. Well, over I said time, I turned he didn't. off JV. Say it for me again. JVC. Well, I mean, what's his name? Sound J C V D. There you go. You go. Um, I, I don't remember thinking his performance was terrible. I've actually, I hate to admit it. I've not seen that. Hmm. I never I got my hands either. on that copy and, and haven't watched it. 
I'm ashamed. Just to, I'm ashamed it to say wasn't it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. When I'm sorry, Jean Claude. I apologize. If you're listening, I remember watching you cry when you watched the commercial with him. Where yeah, he uh, was I didn't doing cry. splits. I didn't cry, but I got. I, I got. Uh, I got emotional. What commercial? I cried. So let me just say this, and yes, again, because again, you were talking about something that so encapsulated my childhood. Yeah. Okay, and knowing how his career path went, and also just. His, it was always down and never went. He, let's just say he didn't have a. He did all right. He didn't have a good, good stretch the there. Hey, he did better than Jared Sarah. He, he did. So. I think he did pretty good. He was blacklisted he, for a little while there. He was oh really? Done. Why? Well, I mean, he he. Some stuff came out where it's like he had uh, some 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 uh, female abuse potentially there. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hashtag me too. So he, uh, yeah, he, no, he got. It got to be before. Right? Oh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, and I, no, I don't mean, I don't mean sexually. I mean, like, he got a little handsy, physically, like, hit hit a girl or something. Oh. So somebody was dating. I guess they got in a fight, and like, so like, he was already almost out then. But that's kind of why he didn't. That's like, I think that's for my memory at least. That's what ended his movie career. Is like he was already not performing and being in a lot of bad movies at that point, where like he wasn't pulling in the same box office. Mm-hmm. But he didn't keep going on making terrible movies like. Arnold did or Stallone did because he kind of got ousted in the media. Like it, the media blacklisted him a little bit for a little while. So he was like on the outs. Now that being said later on, and I'm not saying it makes up for it, but I mean, you look at a lot of people that have had turnarounds and just in general, I'm not even talking about Hollywood stars. I'm the kind of person that is of the mindset that people make mistakes and people are able to, you know, it's not forgivable in a sense of like where it okay is what happened, but there are times where people really mess up. And then they feel really bad about it and they learn or they grow or they try and change. They try and be a different person, even if they falter or whatever. And it really did seem like that was an experience that when he came out of the living the high life of this movie star life and everything like that, he seemed truly remorseful for the way he had treated people and the way that he was back then. But at that point, it was too late to really do anything about it, right? So it's like just living with the consequences of where your life has gone. So before he did this John Claude Van Johnson and, and sort of had a little bit of a resurge, he they Volvo did a commercial where uh, they they were uh, unveiling like these semis that they had, and he did a stunt where he uh, did so you can look it up on YouTube I don't know what it's called but you can find it JCVD splits like you know Volvo or whatever and then imagine Eric crying he does he does it's to, I mean come on you said a you said a commercial to Enya you know. Or Anya like or whatever. It was uh, Anya, right? Whatever, however Maybe. you pronounce no, it's it. Anya. However you pronounce it. Yeah. But where he's quoting stuff, and it's not supposed to be about that, but it applies directly to the mistakes he's made in his life. And it's about like learning to bounce back and like still, you know, pursue. And it's like when he does that and accomplishes that, and also when you look at the backstory of that commercial. Oh Again, goodness. of look, what a what a professional this man is. Look how how much you're look trying at, to look at. Uh, you, you've so, spent so a lot you of time watch, on this thirty second right commercial. Now, if you don't know what we're yeah. talking about, and you're a John Claude Van Damme fan, go, uh, fan, go watch that commercial. That is one of the most ridiculous stunts that you've seen. He did it uh, on a commercial. He did it without any safety harness. He refused like anything because he do, he wanted it to look realistic and be what they wanted. So he actually did what he shouldn't do, which is like. Hey, I'm going to give you what you guys need and don't worry about the rest. Went back to his roots from blood. They had the whole day stationed for like, or however much to shoot that he did it in the first take. It is so well done from a, again, a, 
people, a, a person that people have thrown to the trash, right? So again, a once, an awful lot of time a once beloved human, crying. a once beloved human that has been thrown aside, and he comes back and he gets his one moment of like in the in the sun again. And he performs to a oh level that I expect from JCVD. I, I was, well, I was cheering, man. I was, I was. It, it sounds like you were crying. I was tearing up. It, okay. I was a little misty eyed. I'm not All right, guys. My my childhood hero. One last thing for me for not liking uh, the I, I I didn't know that they tried to pass this off as a true story. I didn't know. Wow. I thought it was just a fake movie. Oh no! It's fake. a it's a true when the story. credits rolled. And started telling me that this is based on a true story. Didn't you hear about Frank Dukes? And that he opened it. No. In the Kumite? I've never heard of this stuff. Well, it's real. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Here's the thing. You know, there are articles out there, and there's, was it was it the Times? I think the there's New York Times. Book. But again, they, right after the movie came out, they did it like an expose and did a bunch of research and stuff, and they questioned the validity of some of the stuff. Here's the thing. I know that exists. I know that there's a lot of things that I that are out there in the world and I don't need to necessarily ruin for myself. Right. So here's the thing. I mean, is it that a lot of this stuff is made up or is this a guy that's embellishing the official what his Frank life Dukes. story was? But again... 1975. Again, most Let's consec- hear from his own website as proof of what he's saying. Does it matter? Well... 1975, most consecutive knockouts in a single tournament, 56. 19, this is all it's, all, it's real. It's, but, but the again, Kumite the, happened. The verification the, of this is... The man was spotty. real. But my the verification is, was not spotty. Frank Dukes, Wikipedia, right because there. Because it doesn't knock the, the, the enjoyment level I have what else in do the I need fictional to do? world, which is real in their world, Jared. Mm. It's real in their world. Fair enough. He, do, he does all those things in that world. Right. Does it matter if who he's based on is, you know? I mean, here's the thing. Let me ask you this, Jared. Hmm. When you watch Fargo, yep. and you know that even though it says it's based on a true story, that it's not based on a true story, yeah. does it take any enjoyment away from so that? So actually, the very first time I ever watched Fargo, I was so confused over why they were doing all this stuff if it was a true story. I stopped watching the film. It actually But you took, love that film. I do now. Once I'm inside the joke... The first time I watched Fargo, man, I was so confused. I was like, what is this dude? And all this stuff about an, a true coat and all this. Like, why are they spending this time? <laughs> like, I, there's also the scene when uh, Marge goes out and has that weird date with, or not date. I mean, it's yeah. date. She doesn't know it. I was so confused. But, uh, yeah, once I was in on the inside joke. Again, so that's it, my like point it. is, yes, it may not be, and by may, I mean most likely not. Most likely. But again, I, I don't need to go down that rabbit hole, Jerry. It's the just movie like Nick doesn't want to watch advertising for a dojo. Uh, so Nick doesn't want to watch Jaws 2. Can't we just let him not watch Jaws 2 and not ruin something that he loves? Like, why do I have to go read the specific details? Oh, Mikey found more evidence. Black Belt Magazine. <laughs> my, Kumite, a learning part. experience. Once every five years, dedicated to, mm. yeah. I mean, there you go. About the cover. Friend back in the day that was convinced. Frank Dukes. It, it's I don't I, I don't and know where. Break the bottom brick. Uh, he can he can the actually. Mac. There's a video of oh, the him. There's the a, Mac. The, the, there's the a video Mac, the, the, uh, of him breaking bulletproof glass with his hands. Okay, but can he break the bottom brick? On a stack of bricks. I think if anybody can, JCVD. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I don't even think that was uh, special so, effects. That was just... Um, that was just... Uh, I don't know. One take, probably, too. Yeah. I mean... For the record, 
No, you cannot. Jared, I'm going to show you something, and then we'll, we'll read it off here. Does a movie need any more validation than this? Uh, <laughs> oh, just, so I just to say, while, while looking at stuff about this movie last night, I came across one that said a little little tidbit of info you might like. Donald Trump loves it. Okay. President. So this is older information, but so from a 1997 New Yorker profile, uh, includes this antidote. Anted- an- around ah, the time of Home Alone too. Set aboard the now president's private plane. Frank Dukes at the Kumite. <laughs> He's still going. It's video. I, you want to argue with you video? know that secret tournament had video. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. I don't think it was necessarily secret. Um. So again, this is apparently from a 1997 New Yorker profile about Donald Trump. So in 1997, they said he brought along along Michael a recent release, but 20 minutes after popping it into the VCR, he got bored and switched to an old favorite, a Jean Claude Van Damme slugfest called Bloodsport, which he pronounced an incredible, fantastic movie. Yes. <laughs> By assigning his son the task of fast forwarding through all the plot exposition. <laughs> Trump's goal being to, and I quote, oh. to get this two-hour movie down to 45 minutes. <laughs> he eliminated any lulls between the nose hammering, kidney tenderizing, and shin whacking. I was going to say, I read that bravo. and I was like, bravo. That is, that's, uh, that's, that is, that's a does thing that of beauty right there. encapsulate anything yep. more? I love the idea of having to fast forward all this that's, uh, exposition. That's, a, that's an image right there. There's a lot of those kind of people out there, Jared, and that is why this will remain to be a classic. Well, all right. Uh Guys, I have nothing else I wish to complain about the movie's low-hanging fruit. So, uh, anything that you guys want to talk about that you don't like about the film, Mikey? I, I will. I will say this. I do think they could have done a better uh, job with uh, young young Frank. <laughs> but other so than that, but other than that, I, I can but still the deal with it. Swung though. far enough yeah. the other way that it's, I'm fine it's, with it. It's if they had gotten a mediocre young frank yeah it would have been annoying the fact that they got the worst young frank that they could I mean, possibly it does get kind of fit you know what remember that five stars video of the worst the worst dialogue in movie history it was like 10 clips and it was yeah. the first time i think we ever saw that clip from, from Trolls Troll 2 yeah. and all that i it, when the, he started talking i was like he's talking about the they're eating her and again, I don't know the then exact. I'm gonna get it wrong. Me. Then they're gonna eat me. Oh my god! We're butchering it probably a little bit, but it's that. What was that? that? Basically, have you uh, never seen Troll Two, Mikey? No. Oh Something my. else, man. You're Is gonna, that another great like 80s Troll movie? Uh, you're gonna one of like my favorite it. facts about Troll Two. There's <laughs> so no Troll One. Oh, like the Howling Three. Uh, also, no, because at least there was in the series. You know, made by the same people and stuff like that. Like it may have nothing to do with. Halloween one and two, but there is a Halloween one. Oh and two. no no, I meant Howling, but no, there is a Howling one. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. I think I've I know the the cover of the movie. I don't. I've never seen the movie. I've got it somewhere. Movie. It's a awesome movie. Anyway, sorry. all right. So that's um, Trolls yeah, that, two. There. That's what I've got. Anyway. Um. So do we have anything else to say about uh, Bloodsport? Great movie. I no. love it. No. it. It's again. I I admit. I admit it. I'm not yeah. sitting here trying to say like you did with one of your other movies recently where you're just blind to everything. Um, I admit this this movie <clears throat> graded on a scale of how I now currently watch movies. And the reason one. being, the reason being, I mean, I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid. Yeah. I don't watch these kind of movies anymore. 
but it, it's so bad. And then you factor in the nostalgia joy of it. It was, it was, I, it was everything I wanted to be. I was hesitant after I picked it. I was almost like, I regretted it. I was like, now am I going to, am I going to watch this movie and hate it now? And the thing is, is I definitely saw the flaws that I didn't see as a kid, but they were fun because of that flaws. And I'm right. It's the reason I, like I said, I enjoyed when we did Armageddon and you didn't. Oh, it, it is, it's, now that's a little different. I saw Armageddon movie, when I was like, younger. And it's like I it's meaning on itself. Like I said, when it opened up and it did that Exploded inception down. level of like flashback face shots, like I was just like, oh, I'm just saying it's stuff like that where I'm like, you just don't get to see stuff like this anymore. This is exactly a it's a it's a picture of the 80s. It is it's a screenshot. That encapsulates a time perfectly. If you want to great 80s, the 80s films. go watch Risky Business. That, to me, is the quintessential, perfect encapsulation of the 80s. How's that? What that's about a, Karate Kid? That's a masterpiece, man. Oh, well, yeah. I, I get Karate that. Karate Kid's a great film, too. But how, but but how is that not a when, snapshot? When you want to talk about... There's no karate in the in uh, Risky Business. There's karate in the 80s. Uh, a lot of karate. Risky Business is the 80s. No. No, I think Karate Kid is. I think Risky Business is one of the finest films ever made. Well, if Risky Business is a fine film. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you on that. But I think the best movie of the '80s and the the one well, that shows the, the real best movie of the '80s was the, the real Strikes '80s back came out in 1980. Return of the Jedi was the second best film of the 1980s. It came out in 1980. All right, I'm not talking about the worst films and the ones that don't make you think about Caravan the Caravan of Courage, which was the Ewok film uh, TV movie that came out in '85. I think it was. How about how about the uh, um, Star Wars Christmas special? Was that in the '80s? No, that was '78. Oh, '78 yeah. on that one. I still love that one. It's the best Star Wars thing ever made. Watch it on YouTube, anybody. If you not good. Oh no, it's wonderful. <laughs> Every it's wonderful. once in a while, I'll encounter somebody who's never seen it. Uh, I just exposed one of my friends, um, another Eric that I know, because uh, he he's one of those like he knows Star Wars, but he's not super. And I told him, I was like, it, you think it's going to be fun, and then it's not. And he said he watched about five minutes. He didn't even get to the uh, Chewbacca's grandfather oh. uh, watching uh, that the 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 lady excite him over virtual yeah. reality scene. I may have to watch this tonight again. It's, it's, it's so good. It's horrible. It's it's the best Star hey, Wars. Right, movie, guys, I it? love me some Empire Strikes Back. I just mm-hmm. want to say, but you got stuff like Die Hard. You got Back Die to Hard's the Future. Good. You got a lot so of great eighties films. Good Empire Strikes Back is better. But karate was big thing in the eighties, and that's why the most significant film of the eighties must have karate in it. Yeah. It must. So you say. Mikey, it is your pick for next week. What are we going to be watching, sir? Cheech and Chong, Up in Smoke. Cheech Another Chong, classic. Up in Smoke. Is there any other Cheech and Chongs on uh, Netflix? That's oh, you know what? Question. Hey, wait. Uh, we'll, obviously, that's your pick. That's fine. I did want to ask you guys so. this before we, we uh, leave. Um, has anybody actually seen any of the Bloodsport sequels not starring uh, Jean-Claude no. Van Damme? No. I probably have, you? but I, I don't remember. I probably I I was a definitely I would seek out a terrible sequel. I did notice that there is a there's a Bloodsport two and three, they came out the same year. Um, <laughs> let me see if it looks. Well, like hey, Back to the Future two and three came out the same year. That's true. I probably did. See, I'm mm-hmm. sure I did. All right, and then Mikey, did you figure out? Uh, no, I, if there's the not any more on there. Just that one. Yeah. All right, and you promised that up that's the first one. Yeah, I wouldn't. I the other ones aren't that good. All right, this one's definitely the best. 
I thought I, I saw some of Nice Dreams and I thought it was funny when I saw it. So which uh, at, at Cheech and Chong Nice oh. Dreams isn't that the name of the movie? What, this one, the one no, we're gonna the, watch. Oh, there's a movie of Cheech and Chong called Nice. Dreams, yeah, I think right? so. Uh, so I've only seen bits and pieces of that a long time ago, but I've actually never seen a Cheech and Chong movie. So this will be interesting. You'll like I this one. This one's great. Wait, I'm actually confused. Wait, which Cheech and Chong? Are we? We're up doing and Up and Smoke. Oh, we're doing Up and Smoke. Okay. And, and according smoke. to Mikey, there's no other Cheech and Chong movie on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. All so. right. Uh, that's going to be our movie for the week. Uh, if you like this uh, podcast, uh, you want to do us a solid, go ahead and leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice. And if you would subscribe, that also helps uh, boost our numbers. We'd appreciate that. Uh, so our movie for next week is going to be uh, Cheech and Chung Up and up Smoke. And, smoke. Uh, and until then. Kumite. Uh, Kumite. 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 Kumite.